Hi, and welcome back to another Elevator Talk. This is a new month, you guys. This is the month of February, the month of love. And this month, I'm going to be really focusing and honing in on how to love yourself, how to love other people, how to forgive yourself. Because that's that's huge as we talk about loving ourselves. So today, I'm going to be talking about six ways to learn to love yourself and be happy. So self-love and happiness aren't found. They are created. It isn't a switch that can be flicked on one day and all of a sudden you're in love with yourself and your life. No, it's discovered. It's learned and practiced every single day. And it doesn't matter how old you are. I promise you, you have people in their 50s and 60s and probably even their 70s and 80s still learning to love themselves. So loving yourself is the most productive thing that you can do because all that doubt, self-hate, self-loathing and underestimating yourself is holding you back from reaching your full potential and of course your true happiness. So listen, you can't truly be happy if you don't love yourself. Can I say that one more time? Because somebody didn't hear what I just said. You can't truly, and I'm air quoting, you just can't see it, be happy if you don't love yourself. No matter how happy everything else in your life is, you will always feel unworthy. You will always feel like you don't deserve happiness. Loving yourself isn't being arrogant. It's something that you deserve. Learning to love yourself is a journey. And here's how you're going to get there. Number one, stop thinking you have to be perfect. There is no such thing as perfect people. We are all flawed in some way, shape, or form. The perfection that you see on social media is not real. Most times, it's a mask that people use to seem like they're perfect. Take pictures, for example. You can edit a picture and make it seem like you are the perfect weight, your skin is flawless, your teeth are perfect, and the list can go on and on. No matter how hard you try, you will never be perfect, and that's okay because God loves us just the way we are. So I want to encourage you to love you just the way you are. Number two, stop comparing yourself to other people. I can't stress that enough. So when you compare yourself, your life, your situation to other people, you start to hate yourself as you try to live up to those unrealistic standards. Do you, and, and I think people don't get that. Every time you look at somebody else's life and you say, oh, wow, she has that beautiful shape or he has that nice cut up body because he's in the gym and he eats healthy and you don't. They have that big, beautiful home. Their spouse is, is just perfect. Their kids are perfect. Their lawn is perfect. The flowers are perfect. You know, just everything about them is perfect. They have the perfect job. And every time you hold them to this higher standard, what you're doing is killing yourself a little bit every day, every minute inside. So I need you to stop doing that. Stop comparing yourself. I compare myself to no one. You are not me and I am not you. Just like I'm not the next person over there and they're not me. Nor do I want to be like them. Let me tell you a little secret. When you look at other people and you try to compare your life to theirs and you think their life is so great. You have no idea what they go through behind closed doors. There are there have been many women and I'm pretty sure some men, too, 
that look like they have this perfect relationship, be it a marriage or dating and everything. I mean, they just, they're always holding hands, they're kissing, they're hugging. It's like, oh, I really would love to have that. But you don't know the hell they go through when they go home and close that door. That man is whooping her tail or she's whooping his. And there may be some 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 bruises. Some of them you can't see. See, because people know how to be strategic when they are physically abusive so that you don't see the marks. But that doesn't mean they're not there. And let's not even talk about the mental abuse that 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 has to be a whole nother podcast. But the mental abuse, you don't get to see that because that doesn't leave scars outside. So when you want to sit and compare compare your life to other people, I suggest that you think again. Because everything is not always what it seems. Number three, start a gratitude journal. And this is where you're going to write down the things that you're grateful for every day. And this is a great way to love and appreciate yourself and what you have. There's always someone out there that would love to have what you have. Do you know how many people say, you know, my car is all right, but I really wish I had that car over there. But you're saying that to somebody that doesn't have a car at all. They said, are you kidding me? I would love to be driving your hoopty because I don't even have that. So again, stop uh, being ungrateful for what you have. You have a job that you don't really care for. It's getting on your last nerve, your last good nerve. Always say, Lord, I am thankful for the job that I have. However, because I need you to send me on something else. And this job is just really stressing me out, Lord, but I thank you for it because it's paying my bills. If you have a business that that's just causing you to stay up late at night trying to figure out how you can do things a little bit better to get more clients coming in. Yes, it's stressful, but you say, Lord, I thank you for moving on me to start this business. So always be thankful for what you have. So you're driving a Honda Accord. It's nothing wrong with the Honda Accord. I'm not a Honda lover myself, but you know, if, if you have an older model Honda Accord, it might be a 1989. So it's not the latest one, but guess what? You have transportation and you need to be thankful for that because I guarantee if you go ride down your street or, or in my case, if I go off my street and go on Central Avenue, ride up Central Avenue, I'm going to see at least four people at bus stops. And those four people would say, you know what? I wouldn't mind having me a 1989 Honda Accord because at least I'd be driving. Right now, I'm sitting at a bus stop. So it's not a brand new car, but you're not at a bus stop. So you need to be thankful for that. Always be thankful for what you have because somebody somewhere would love to have what you have. I'm just saying. Number four, understand you can't control everything. The only thing that you can control are things within your control and how you react to those things around you. So leave the things that you can't control in God's hands. He knows exactly what to do. So if you have kids that are acting like a plum fool, you can't control their behavior, but you can pray for them. Only God can, can deal with that. That's, that's, not, that's not for you to handle. You just keep praying for them and God will do the rest. You can't change people's mindset for whatever reason. I mean, it could be, as you know, Dems and Republicans, they're going at it. We always have had the race issues, but you can't control that. 
So what I'm telling you is let God handle it. Pray about it and then wash your hands of it and let God handle it. Let him do the rest. Stop trying to control everything. There was a time in my life where I felt like I had to be in control of everything. And I'm going to tell you something. It will burn you out. It will. I'm telling you, it will just wear you down. You cannot control everything. I can't control the weather. Would I like to have sunshine every day? Of course I would. But I can't control when the rain is going to come. I can't control when, when the snow is going to come. The heavy rains or the wind. I can't control that. All I can do is pray about it and leave it in God's hands. Number five, deal with your negative thoughts as soon as they show up. And when I say as soon as they show up, I'm not talking about wait a day or two, wait a week or two, a month or two or a year or two. I'm talking about deal with them as soon as they show up. Ask yourself these two questions. Number one, will this negative thought benefit me or benefit you? And the number two, will this negative thought make me a better person? Will it make you a better person? You need to ask yourself those two questions. And uh, talking down to yourself is not helpful at all. So why do you do it? Do you know how many times I hear somebody say, oh, I am so stupid. I can't believe I did this. Oh, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I said that. No, honey, you're not stupid. You may have done something that was stupid, but you are not stupid. That's, that's just like if you fail, you tried and your business didn't uh, work out or you tried something and you failed at it. That doesn't make you a failure. That just meant that you tried it. It didn't work. So what do you do? You go back to the drawing board and you try it again. You try something different. You say, OK, well, I know this doesn't work. Let me try it again and, and, and take another path. So stop. Don't don't talk. And please not in my presence, not in my presence. Will I allow you to talk down to yourself because I can't stand it. I almost said I hate it. Y'all know I don't like to use that word hate, but I cannot stand when people talk down to themselves. OK, you messed up. It's all right. It's all a, pro a part of the process of learning. Again, life isn't perfect. We're all going to fail at some things. We're all going to make mistakes. But you are not the mistakes that you made. You made some mistakes. You asked God to forgive you. You hopefully asked the people that you made the mistake with. You asked them to forgive you and you move on. You, you ask for forgiveness. You believe that you've been forgiven and then you move on and you figure out how to get started doing something else. Number six, love the skin you are in. I need you to wake up and look in the mirror and love the face and the body that's staring back at you. The color of your skin is perfect the way it is. The shape of your body is perfect the way it is. And here's the thing. If you don't like it, love it while you work on the body you want. Can I just say that? It doesn't matter if you are 50 pounds overweight, 25 pounds overweight, 100 or, 100 or more pounds overweight. Love you the way you are as you work on getting to where you want to be. And I will always stand by that. Don't tear yourself down because guess what? You had a good time eating and putting the weight on. So why sit and talk down to yourself now? Why hate yourself now? Now, I've heard people say I've hate, I hate the me that I've become. And so I've decided I'm going to work on it. That's fine. But you have to love yourself. I'm just like everybody else. You know, I have a few little pounds that I need to, to get off and I'm working on that. Started my, my green juicing. I'll do that twice a day. And I'm eating better, making sure I get on my spinning bike twice a day. 
but because I'm not going to the gym due to COVID and that's just by my choice. I know people are going and that's great for them, but I'm choosing not to. But what I'm saying is if you don't like the body that you have right now, work on making it better. Now, let me tell you what I'm not saying. I am not telling you to go out here and bleach your skin because I'm, I'm just going to keep it real with you. You may not agree and that's all right with me, but I have a problem with people that look in the mirror. And I've seen documentaries on YouTube not too long ago with people in some parts of Africa that said that they felt they were ugly because their skin is dark. So they bleach their skin. So you, you went from dark as midnight to Casper the Friendly Ghost in a short amount of time and you think that you look better because your skin is much light. Well, you, you're not even light skin. You've surpassed that. You're the shade of ghost. Let's just keep it all the way real. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm calling the thing a thing. So that's sad when you can't love the skin you're in. I remember growing up and I didn't like that my skin was a little darker than some other people's. I said, well, why didn't you make me with a dark brown skin? Why did I have to be dark skin? But then I would see people that were much, much, much darker than me. And slowly but surely, I began to love Michelle the way she is. I love my skin. I truly do. I don't need to be any lighter. I don't need to be any darker. I am perfect the way I am. God made me perfect the way I am. But as you're growing up, other kids will talk about you. And I remember a time when I was growing up, honey, being dark skin was not, was not the end thing. Okay. It just was not. And was it hurtful? Of course it was. But I had to get to a point where I can say, you know what? Forgive my language to hell with what they think. Michelle, you love you the way you are. And I'm thankful I had a mom and a daddy that always taught me that your skin is beautiful the way you are. And I love it when I see ads that show an array of beautiful women, period, but specifically beautiful black women, where you have the real light-skinned woman all the way to the darkest dark woman and everything in between, because it's all beautiful. That's all I'm saying. So don't go out here. That's why I want to make it clear. I'm not telling you if you don't like your body, go out here and get some implants and all that other good stuff. Because I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about losing the weight so you can get down to a healthy, a healthier weight that would make you or, you know, allow you to, to love who you are. Especially if you haven't always been overweight all your life or you're just tired of being overweight. So don't, don't be going to the extreme talking about what Michelle said. No, because Michelle ain't said nothing. I didn't tell you that. So if you don't love yourself, so here's the thing to wrap it all up, no matter how much weight you lose, how much plastic surgery you get or how many products you buy, if you don't love yourself, it is not going to matter. The documentary I was telling you about the young man who went from jet black to ghost white, he said he loves himself being light he said because the women are more attracted to me and i'm thinking to myself nah boo you look much better the way you were born because this casper the friendly ghost look you got going on that, that's not cute at all but according to him the women are loving him he said before when he was dark none of the women you know wanted to talk to him they weren't attracted to him but now they are and so all i'm gonna say is we're gonna pray for all of them anyway moving on so here's your bonus I like to, I always like to leave you with a bonus. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. You are strong. 
You are an overcomer. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You are blessed. You are a winner. You are loved. You are cared for. And most importantly, you are a child of God. Don't you ever, and I mean ever, 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 forget that. I'm going to make sure that I put this in the description box. So if you want, if you'd like to copy it and save it for letter later, please be sure to do that. But you remember what I just say, said, you need to remember who you are. You are all of those things. And then some, we just don't have enough time to go through the whole, whole list of all of the things that you are. But I need you to understand that no matter what the world says about you, you were all of those things. And then some, you matter. And you are perfect the way you are. Let me do a quick recap and I promise I'll let you be. So today I talked about six ways to learn how to love yourself and to be happy. Number one, I said, stop thinking that you have to be perfect. Again, there are no perfect people. Number two, stop comparing yourself to other people because their issues are not yours and yours are not theirs. Number three, start a gratitude journal. And every day that you get up, I want you to write down in your gratitude journal at least one thing. Now, I'm pretty sure you're going to have many more than that, but write down one thing that you're grateful for every day. It can be first thing in the morning. It could be midday or it could be in the evening. Number four, understand you can't control everything. You just can't. Number five, deal with your negative thoughts as soon as they show up. Don't let them fester and sit around. And lastly, number six, love the skin that you're in. You were put in that skin for a reason. So you need to love it. So you guys, that's all I have. I want you to please be sure to subscribe to. Oh, before I even jump to my little closing. Thank you so much to those of you that are just tuning into my podcast. Please be sure to check out all the other great podcasts I have here on my podcast station. And hopefully something that I say or have said will bless you to the core of your being. I wish the best for each and every one of you. I love each and every one of you from the bottom to the top and everything in between. Y'all know the drill. You know my spiel. I'm going to love you no matter what. And most importantly, I'm going to love you even when nobody else even likes you. Now, be please be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. And you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. Go out there and be great. Because great is calling you and great is calling me. Until our next podcast, take care.